Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, Mag, be the truth back on. Now, today we go discuss the housing situation in America and what's really going on. Why people can't afford houses anymore. You're getting to a point now, people, where, you know, housing is, is serious now. That's why you see more homeless people than ever. So rent is high and mortgage is high. It's harder now for people to get homes. And this is a trick right here from the government people. And we go talk about it with the Wall Street people, supposedly. Wall Street, they say, buying up all the houses. We go get into that and show you the agenda behind it. We go talk about it. Just make it run. There are many problems in the modern housing market, mm -hmm. but the biggest one for Americans tends to be the price. Prices rose 40% from the start of the pandemic. You hear that, people? It rose 40% since the start of the pandemic. And I already told you, the starting of the pandemic was a destruction. They started, you understand? For the masses, it's beginning of the damn end. As you could see right here, why would it rose 40% in less than three years? What that about? The pandemic is not even three years old, people. Why would they do this? This is to put this strain on the masses with everything else the government people is offering. Now, pay attention. The final quarter of 2022, mm -hmm. the typical U.S. home sold for a record-shattering $468,000. Mm -hmm. That's unaffordable for most Americans. Mm -hmm. And they the know that's why they do it. And another thing you got to understand, most of those people that homeless was actually living in those homes. So when the interest rate and everything jack up and the price of the home jack up, those people can't afford it anymore. The mortgage that they're paying now four or five times up. That's what they do, people. The government control the whole housing and that's what they're doing to the masses. Put the pressure on you. Yes, so you can't afford it or you have to reach out further or go slave some more to afford these homes. Pay attention. To rent. The housing mm -hmm. costs are completely out of line with mm -hmm. wages. Some you members of Congress believe Wall Street is a part of the problem. What's that? outrageous but is... You what you have to understand, the government is the Wall Street, is the same people. All the establishment is the same. They're controlled by the same world government. Those are the ones who are doing the damage to the masses. So when you see Wall Street supposedly buying up these houses or these homes, you know 100% is a government operation. Our tax dollars are helping Wall Street mm -hmm. buy yeah, up single-family homes. Mm -hmm. You're subsidizing yes. Wall Street. Massive private equity firms like Blackstone mm -hmm. and Premium Partners Blackstone. have backed a relatively new breed of homeowner, mm -hmm. the corporation. Mm -hmm. This growing industry buys or builds single-family homes mm -hmm. and then rents them out. Weird. Yes, people, because what you have to understand is every home that billing now built by the government peoples. You have to understand that, like I mentioned, everything else is them going to be serving it up. It was a time where, you know, they just have a little bit so-called in it, where they say, yo, we build a housing scheme over here, we build these houses over here. But all of a sudden, people, the new thing is they're the one who's going to own any home you see built. The ones that are already built belongs to them. Don't worry about it. With all these high interest rates and everything going up and the taxes going up on those places, 
you understand that it put more pressure on the people. More people going to lose their home. That's what you need to understand. And then the government going to own all the homes. They're the one who going to rent it to you. They're the one who going to control the whole thing. Pay attention. Community organizers that are door knocking in certain neighborhoods mm -hmm. and are just surprised by how many mm -hmm. of the homes on a particular block will be owned by a corporate landlord. There you go. Industry advocates mm -hmm. say corporate landlords play mm -hmm. a critical role in addressing the nationwide housing crisis. You, you hear that, people? What I tell you is all the other chaos. They're talking about the, the crisis, the housing crisis. And then now look what they're doing right here. Going to help it? Just like they tell you they're building these tiny homes to basically relieve this problem right here with the housing. No problem, people. They're the one who create it. 100%. All the problem that they're creating is to put the pressure on you. Make it harder for the people to own homes. Pay attention. Having housing in the United States is a chronic shortage since the financial crisis. Mm -hmm. And so the question really is, how do we fill that gap? Is mm -hmm. the answer incentivizing? Look at this right here, people. And I already told you. These are not strong homes. It don't cost that much money to build it. You understand what I'm saying here? They build a whole apartment complex in one month, no lie, with 2,000 units on it. In a couple of months, they will build it. The home, it don't take them a couple of weeks to build these homes. Look at it, it's just wood. You don't get it, people, just wood and so-called sheetrock. And as soon as a storm comes to a little wind, he blow it right there to rubble. Why you think these home cost this much? Putting the pressure on you and they don't value that much. Look at it, people. Just wood, plywood at the bottom and these wood they put right here to uh, where they're going to nail the damn sheetrock on. Wow, if it get wet, it's over, people. What you can't understand, it don't work this much money, but it's just to put the pressure on you. Any house you're going to buy, build the same way. That's their building code, people. It's a trick. New housing development, new housing investment, new market participation. Mm -hmm. Look. What's behind the rise of corporate landlords? Mm -hmm. And how, if at all, will the government regulate them? It's the same government people. Don't worry about it. It's them. As of 2023, mm -hmm. corporate landlords only command a small portion of the rental housing in this country. Mm -hmm. The vast majority of all rental units, mm -hmm. including apartments, mm -hmm. are owned by individual, small-time investors. Mm -hmm. No, people, no. Don't believe them. Don't believe them. These downtown buildings, these ones that they have right here, they belongs to a corporate business. You understand? The government, they're the one who own these buildings right here. Don't tell me shit. And then they're actually selling it to the public. You buy a little apartment in here. Why? <laughs> People are just stupid, man. This is how they want you to live right here. You have no land space. You have control of nothing. And we talk about it with these so-called... You know, HMO or HOM or HMO, they come in and, 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 and basically run the whole town. They have a section of homes where they can tell you what color you need to be painted in and everything. You can't change nothing. You're going to do something on the roof. They're going to know about it. You're fencing everything. They tell you how you can live right there. What you think? You don't own nothing in Babylon. Pay attention. By individual, small-time investors. But there's growing focus on single-family homes. Institutions, large companies, only account for about 1% of all the rental housing in the United States and only mm -hmm. about 2% of the single-family rental housing. Mm -hmm. There's a small but mighty group of companies that lead the industry. 
So Pretium is the parent Listen, company for a, see a that, company the diamond on it? Pay attention. called mm -hmm. Progress Residential that Same owns about 90,000 homes. Mm -hmm. uh, they were started 90, by Don Mullen who came out mm -hmm. of Goldman Sachs' mortgage group. Go. All of them is the same people. Don't let them fool you. That's why I'm here with this bam truth. All of them is the same. Don't let them fool you. They're the one who causing this destruction on the masses. Why you think they're tied to the same damn people we talk about every day? Listen. Don Mullen, who came out of Goldman Sachs' yeah, mortgage know. group. Invitation Homes people. was started by Blackstone, but mm, Blackstone, Blackstone sold their position mm -hmm. a long time ago. Mm -hmm. They own about 80,000 homes. Mm -hmm. American Homes for Rent, uh, mm -hmm. which was started by Wayne Hughes. Uh, they own about 60,000 homes. Mm -hmm. There's a company called Tricon Residential that's mm -hmm. out of Canada. Mm -hmm. And then there's one called Amherst. Those are the big five. Mm -hmm. In recent years, corporate landlords have been most active in the Sunbelt. In 2021, corporations bought 28% of all the homes sold in Texas. Mm -hmm. You know why? Because Texas is in next hotspot. A lot of people don't understand. They always have these spots. Hot spots. Everybody gonna run there. Whatever they're selling, <laughs> you're gonna buy it and end up there. Why you think so many people was living in California? That was the hot spot, people. All the way up to till, 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 till maybe about 10, 10, 12 years ago. That was the hardest spot. Everybody wanna go to California. They're moving from where they at. And California, the rates and everything going up. You understand? That's why it's one of the most expensive places to live. The cost of living. You know why they call it cost of living? Because you have to pay to live there. You have to pay to live anywhere in this earth. You have to pay to live here. So that's what it is. It's too high to live in California. After they make it the hot spot. Because once it's moving and everybody there. and Okay, they, now they can manipulate you by jacking up everything. New York do the same thing. Now it's Texas time right here. Don't take it for a joke. This is where everybody running. Even the people from Hollywood. The people from them. You know, California. Heading to Texas. Because Texas going to be the next hot spot. And then boom. Everything going to go sky high there. So you see the people that used to live in Texas got to move out. Are you listening to me? I'll be homeless. This is how they do it, people. Remember, that's why California did have the most homeless people in the world. Why? Because everybody's running there, cost of living go high, and then the people at the bottom drop to the floor. So that's what they do, people. So now when you see this moving to Texas, you know what's going to happen to Texas. The price is going to go up. All the people got to leave that's there. That used to be saying, oh, you know, nice cars are living. No, they got to have to move. Go to another smaller place, smaller towns where it's cheaper. That's what it is, people. That's why you see everybody moving around. They're running from the high cars are living some places and they're going to be somewhere else. But it's only a matter of time before they go sky high. That figure was populated. 19% in Georgia mm -hmm. and 16% in Florida. There you go. Georgia is one of them. Target mm -hmm. these markets. Mm -hmm. Blackstone, in particular, has held large it. stakes in several companies mm -hmm. that dominate the region. Mm -hmm. Rent hikes for single-family homes in this region have mm -hmm. outpaced other parts of the country. Mm -hmm. Since the onset of the pandemic, mm -hmm. rents for a two-bed detached home increased shit. about 43% in wow. Phoenix. They're up 44% mm -hmm. in Tampa mm -hmm. and 35% in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. That's compared to 24% nationwide. Mm -hmm. See that, people? Experts say that many of the
properties bought up by institutional groups mm -hmm. were previously owned by people who were destabilized in recent recessions. You see that they destabilize in recent recession. So that's what they do, people. They put the pressure on you. When you buckle and fall, they come and take over. That's what they do. So now the whole housing business belongs to them. It's in their hands. Like I said, the few people that, that actually own these homes, they're going to lose it soon with the pressure that they're putting on. Wow. After the pandemic, people saw the opportunity mm -hmm. uh, to go into mm -hmm. these uh, lower-income mm -hmm. neighborhoods, uh -huh. working-class neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. Just like the so-called World Economic Forum, yes, they see the opportunity because of the pandemic. No, it's they create that shit so they can bring this order. That's what they do, people. That's what they do. It's not no, they see an opportunity. No, they're the one who create it. You understand? So it don't be, you know, kind of confusing to you why they do it. They tell you why they do it, but you wouldn't understand. They're the one who create the problem so they can bring this order in. That's what they do. Buy up these houses mm -hmm. uh, and in communities that the working mm -hmm. class can afford. Mm -hmm. And they're holding these houses, mm -hmm. often for years, mm -hmm. taking them off the market, mm -hmm. making it even harder mm -hmm. for young people and working class families mm -hmm. to own a house. Mm -hmm. There you Companies go. Companies like Blackstone make mm -hmm. serious money from these investments. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question. Why would they do that? Anybody know? Why would they make it harder for the young people or people in general to own the homes? Why? It's to put more pressure on you, more strain. That's all it is. Remember, they tell you about the American dream. The American dream is to own a home, white picket fence, all of this shit they're giving you. Yes, so people want to own a home. And the people who can't own a home have to rent. Do you understand? So it's the same system. So all of these places that they tell you is a hotspot that people run into. The government going to be building up these houses there, these homes. So when they come, they can accommodate them. That's what it is. And the price is going to go up. That's what they do, people. Listen. For example, Watch the company's this. real estate income mm -hmm. trust delivered an 8.4% return on investment in 2022. Mm -hmm. Watch this. This in a year when the wider stock market mm -hmm. declined nearly 20%. Mm -hmm. Part of the, the problem with private equity involved mm -hmm. in housing. They control it. They control the whole Wall Street. They're the one who control the switch. They tell you what's up, what's down. They use this right here <laughs> to represent it. You see what it is? The horned creature. And look at the star right there, represent the fallen angels with the bricks. They're the one who have this whole thing right here in their control. They switch it up, they switch it down, they switch it off. They're the one who control this shit right here. Don't believe in it. They're in it for the short term. Their goal is to take a company, um, increase cash flow in order then to sell it or to, to mm -hmm. take it public, which they did in the case of Invitation Homes. Mm -hmm. There you go. Unlike... You know, mm -hmm. as maybe smaller landlords who still are looking to have a profit mm -hmm. may be in it more for the long term and see it as a long term investment mm -hmm. or more concerned in terms of stability and concerned in terms of satisfied tenants mm -hmm. and wanting there to be less turnover. With private equity, it's really about kind of maximizing the short term returns. In particular, real estate funds issued by private equity groups can be a useful hedge against inflation, mm -hmm. boosting their popularity. Inflation is a word that they just throw out there. It's nothing but bullshit to explain what they're doing to you. Analysts write that by 2030, mm -hmm. institutions may own 7.6 million single-family rental homes. They own all of them already. That could be more than 40% mm -hmm. of the market. Mm -hmm. But that's a big if. Many real estate experts say the main solution to the problematic housing market is to build fast. 
In the late 70s, mm-hmm. early 80s, the United States routinely generated between three and 400,000 starter homes a mm-hmm. year. In 2020, we generated 65,000. Mm-hmm. So we have a situation now where we're, we're trying to catch up, but we haven't quite gotten there. I don't believe that shit. You understand? Because what you have to understand, let me wake you up on something just in case you don't know. The government own the banks. When I say government, I mean the peoples that control us, not the ones that they use as puppet to show you. The peoples who actually govern you own the banks. That's how they control you. You understand? They couldn't control you without the bank. Remember I tell you about the Bitcoin trick that the bank pull off. They're the one who pull it off on you. <laughs> Your money can't go nowhere without the bank, so don't let them get out of it. They're the one who created it. Like I said, the government people who govern you for real own the banks. The banks own these homes by any means necessary. They own those homes. So when I tell you that you live there and uh, you know you're paying your note, you're paying your you you, you, you know your, your mortgage, and you pay a down payment. Most of them is ten to fifteen percent down payment they're asking for before you can buy the home. So when you put the 15% down or 10% down, paying mortgage for 10, you know, 10 years or 5, 10 years, let's say 5, between 5 or 10 years, then you're faulty on it. What they're going to do? All the bank lose. They come back and take the home. They never give you back the money that you pay down. They never give you back the money you pay in monthly installment. They give you back nothing. Then they have the home again. The home don't drop. The home didn't drop the price. It didn't fall down since they're pushing everything up. So the home actually value more than when you when you suppose they be purchase it or finance it. So now when you you so called buy it for four hundred thousand and now it's it's, it's seven hundred thousand. They take you out of there. They don't give you none of the money back that you put in, and now they have the house for for double. So how the bank lose? The bank still owe the home. They own the home that you already pay some money for. You couldn't pay it all away. Now they got it in their hands. They can sell it for more. But you're telling the masses that the faulty bank loans, you know, cost the bank. The bank losing. Why do you lie like that? Every time somebody go faulty in a loan, I don't care what it is. Those big loans, bank cards, the bank actually win. Because they get back their money and you never get no refund. You never get no money back from what you put in. So that means the bank still keep your money. They never lose. So the bank own these homes. So don't tell me about no 40% in 2030. They own them already. It's the same government people called banks. 15 years ago, lots of homes were coming onto the market. See? All of them owned by banks. Foreclosure, bam. There you go right there. What that mean? What foreclosure mean? It mean that they just evict somebody out of there. Somebody foreclosed. They're meaning they couldn't pay. They couldn't pay for this home. So now the bank come back and put a sign right there for sale and tell you it's a foreclosure. What that mean? They're going to sell their home back again. Those people have to find somewhere else to live Then they was paying for it and they was owning it supposedly. You get my point now? So the foreclosure mean the bank just take it back from somebody that couldn't pay but faulty on the loan and now they have it to sale again right there. Pay attention. 2000s, 
scores of people lost their homes. Mm -hmm. Roughly See? 8 million mortgages mm -hmm. went into foreclosure between uh -huh. 2007 and 2016. Wow, wow. there you go. Institutional people. investors stepped in, mm -hmm. buying up homes that were on sale. You see? You see that? How come they was on sale? They were sold by the banks. The banks is the same investors. They're talking about people. They're the one who owned the, the investment, the whole thing. Just wake up and what do you think? Because somebody's standing here in a suit. Dumb on, man. Dumb on. But bigger investors started to get into the rental game. They started buying mm -hmm. up thousands mm -hmm. of these distressed properties. And actually, they really helped mm -hmm. to put a floor on home prices mm -hmm. because home prices were crashing so hard. There, there was a decision to subsidize some of these private equity firms mm -hmm. that go into the housing market. You could argue that that was needed because the market had been so suppressed. Mm -hmm. there you go, this people. crash led to the birth of the single-family mm -hmm. rental industry. See, so, there you go, single-family rental industry. That's what it is, people. All out of the chaos. Did I miss yet? Everything they give you is to bring you something. Let me tell you something about the Americans. You have to show them something, and that's why they do these things. You don't get it. If they're going to change a law, twist something, or change something, they're not going to just come out and say it. They go, oh, everybody going to be like, why, why? So they have to show you something, give you an example, give you a psyop to make you buy in. You got it? That's all it is. They don't... Pass nothing unless they give you psyops first. So I told you the fake, so-called, you know, crashing of the market, and then now they can bring in all these laws. You got it? Listen. I had a friend of mine who was very well connected. He, he took me all around Washington, D.C., and I just shared what was going on. And then out of that, I, I met with somebody at HUD whose idea was like, why are we going to foreclose on all these people mm -hmm. and drive and create huge losses for HUD, the <laughs> housing and urban development, and no. then provide all sorts of rental assistance to these people who are going to need it? Mm -hmm. Why don't we just basically keep them in the house, restructure mm -hmm. it, maybe say, okay, you're a renter now, not a homeowner, but you cause far less distress. hear that, people? You're a renter now, not a homeowner. Yeah, just to let them stay in there. You hear that? What a dumb shit. So now you're renting, you can't own the building no more. <laughs> it's just a joke, people. I told you, they set it up to strain you. There's no way you can come to right here. You understand? They have a lot of people that, you know, they've set up with good jobs and good benefits and all of these things, but they're going to find a way to get you. Remember that all of these things that the mass is going to, not everybody going to be so-called, you know, free from it. You understand? A lot of people are thinking that they're comfortable now or they're all right. When the pressure really hits, Yes, you're going to feel it. And I hear them talking about, you know, they're going to cancel the food stamps and all of these things, SNAP program and all of these. This pressure is coming, people, just in case you don't know. And for the people who be getting their tax returns back, look what it is. You're not going to get back no money. I already told you the government trick you when they just give you the last meal, the last time with the so-called stimulus. I already told you what it is. After they give you that, what happened? You go downhill since... They even tell you that's the reason why you're having an inflation. Because they have to print money to give it to you. Wow, I tell you, pay attention here, move. Watch this. Mm -hmm. Hi, I'm Ann Gaviola. Welcome to the Peak on Global, where we break down what is trending in the business world and what you need to know to stay ahead of the curve. Mm -hmm. Joining me now really? is Brett Chang from the Peak mm -hmm. Podcast. Welcome, Brett. Hey, Ann, great to be with you. 
Let's talk about housing for a change. So we have a sense of what an average uh, million-dollar home looks like in Canada. I'm using mm -hmm. air quotes there. Uh, depending Pay on what city you're in, according mm -hmm. to a report this week by Royal LePage, we're talking 3.2 bedrooms, mm -hmm. 2.6 bathrooms on average, and about mm -hmm. 1,700 square feet of living space. Okay, that's, that's, that's what you need to understand. 17 square... What? You gotta be kidding me, people. For $1 million? Huh. Okay, so there you go. And you're saying in certain cities or certain, you know, areas, but it's going to be everywhere. Home going to be basically out of reach for most people. Like I tell you already, people go be working six figures and still got to, you know, basically struggle to live. Just pay their bills hand to mouth style. What they're taking is what they're putting out. Same amount, can't save. It's coming. Listen. Rooms on average and about 1,700 square feet That's of it. living space. That's Your it. thoughts on this, Brett? Wow. I think what's surprising is that is the national average. You know, I could expect or I would mm -hmm. expect to see a house of that national size going average. for a million dollars in Toronto or Vancouver mm -hmm. or even Montreal. Mm -hmm. But for that to be the national average, we're mm -hmm. looking at places like Calgary. National average, people. Wow. 3.2 bedroom. Wow. $1 million? Wow. And Edmonton included into that. Yeah, I'm pretty wow. surprised by yeah, and I think this is reflective of the new reality, if you will. When I think new of a million dollars, two things basically spring to mind. I'm going to be mm -hmm. a little cheeky here. So the Bare Naked Ladies song, If I Had a Million Dollars, and I fully blame my colleague Craig Lord for getting that stuck in my head. If I look at these right here, people, like I show you, the housing in America is the same thing. They're no different in Canada. They give you these wooden shit with bagasse board and, you know, and, and sheetrock. It's not concrete. There you go, people, and this is what they're charging a million dollars for. There you go. Like I say, the pressure is on the masses now. I tell you, the people that working and thinking that, you know, they're working a good amount of money a year, they're not going to be able to afford mortgage. Point blank, period. Pay attention here. Uh, and also, Mike Myers in the Austin Powers movie asking for a ransom of $1 million. Now, either way, it used to be considered an astronomical sum of money, mm -hmm. and now we're using it non-ironically in the same sentence as average. So the Royal mm -hmm. LePage report highlights that the remote work trend has opened up a lot of options for people since the pandemic changes. See, uh, can I interest you, for pandemic. example, in a move to Halifax, Brett? You know, I think Halifax is beautiful in the summer. I'm not sure it's the best place to be in the winter, though. And mm -hmm. so I think I'll pass on that, even though it is a beautiful place. Really, I, I agree with you. I think what's wood. happening now is there that... There you go, people. Wood. Like I tell you, people. <laughs> always go go back and, and ask you, why would you want to build a house out of sticks? That's what wood is. It's stick, man. It's sticks. Wow, you don't get it, man. The three pigs in the house, they tell you about... In the story back in the days, nobody built a stick house. They tell you that the wolf blow it down. <laughs> That's the, they tell you the wolf blow down the house that made out of sticks and the one that made out of straw. Only the brick house stand, but you come building out, building the people these million dollar homes out of sticks. Does that make sense? As people have optionality wow. in terms of where they live and their ability to keep their jobs mm -hmm. and wherever it is that they now will are looking elsewhere to see where mm -hmm. can they get more space for less money. It's a pretty natural mm -hmm. thing there to do, go. and it's really they're gonna determine where you're gonna live.
They're going to force certain people in certain areas. That's what they're going to do. The pressure is going to determine where you're going to end up. Beginning to inflate housing prices, not just in the urban centers like mm -hmm. we've seen, but throughout the country now, in secondary markets mm -hmm. like Halifax and Quebec City and mm -hmm. Victoria. There you go. And that's there you only go. going to increase mm -hmm. as the uh -huh. cities... So you see, same thing in Canada right there. What they're going to tell you is the same thing, people. Big firm, big company, big establishment buying up all the homes and have all these big price tag on them. Wow. Become more and more expensive as there remote work really does mm -hmm. continue to be a trend that I think mm -hmm. will turn into something that's permanent. Mm -hmm. People will look elsewhere for where they can get a better mm -hmm. deal on housing. Wow. Yeah, we'll have to see how permanent this is. And mm -hmm. absolutely no shade to Halifax. Brett has mm -hmm. a business to run out of Toronto. There you go, people. With their so-called businesses that they're going to bring in to buy up all their homes and control the whole thing. They already do. But they're just going to put more pressure on the masses. It's going to be harder to own these, these homes. Don't worry about it. The people that actually own homes, most of them are going to lose it under these pressures that they're putting on. It's time. The end of times is drawing close, people. You're going to feel the pressure that the people's putting on. That's what they do. Catch me on the run. I'm gone.